Number 46. This is a good one, I think. This is Amy and Kathy and I are talking about um, raising our kids right now, like what's happening with them right now. And Amy basically said their frontal lobe has gone fishing because they're just not all there in their teenage young teenage years it was i think it's a really good conversation it went really fast so hopefully it's entertaining thank you everybody who bought a tote bag i'm so excited i have my swag bag and uh i had like 14 people bought a bag that i was just so excited about that so thank you for supporting that and um kathy and kirsten and i are reading a new book the coddling of the american mind I don't remember the author's name right offhand, but there's a link to the book on my website, wifeotp.com. You can go there and click and it'll send you to Amazon to purchase the book or you can at least get the title and the author so you could download it from the library or wherever. But I'm really looking forward to reading this book. It kind of in some ways, I think, goes with the episode we did today of how kids are different now and what challenges Amy, the therapist, sees today that are happening for kids we talk about that in this episode so I'm really I'm really looking forward to reading this book I had a couple people a couple of listeners email me and request that we read and discuss so it may take me a little while to read the book because I'm a mom and a wife and a business partner to my husband and a podcaster and blah 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 but as soon as we're done we'll do a podcast about it thank you so much for coming back every week I can't believe this is my 46th week. And I know I had a fan who said, don't stop saying that. But I I really can't believe it. It is kind of unbelievable to me. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for all your emails. Thank you for buying my tote bag. And uh, I hope you enjoy my and Kathy and Amy's discussion. I rode my bicycle past your window last night. Yes. The therapist. Yes. I know I've always invited you for like heavy stuff. This is a lighter episode. Is it? Yeah. I hope you're okay with that. Okay. What are we talking about? I want you to talk about having teenage daughters. Oh God. Is that lighter? Do you have have anything to say about that? I was thinking, (laughs) I'm like, what was on my mind was the, the shooting in Thousand Oaks. And I was like, that's, that sounds like teenage daughters is actually even heavier than that sometimes. Oh my God. We can talk about shooters too. No, 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 no. Let's talk about teenage girls. Oh my God. Um, it's like being on a roller coaster. Right. I swear to God. Yeah. I feel like, um, I feel like I don't know. This was my question, right? There's three things happening at all times. Her truth. Yeah. My truth. <laughs> right. And the, the truth. truth. Yeah, for sure. I'm having a very difficult time getting her to the truth. Yeah. Right? Because the only truth for her is her truth. Right. So where I struggle personally is 
my truth never counted, right? Right. So it's important to me to have her truth count. At the same time, her truth is usually delusional and or psychotic (laughs) and or unrealistic and or... I was about to say something really un-PC. Right. No, not it's okay. Misguided. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, How do you manage that? I, th- I think what's interesting is you have to train them to go from, they, they come from a very emotional place mm-hmm. and they don't come from a logical place. And right. we seek logic. So we want answers and we want to know what occurred. Right. And they give us their perception of what they feel occurred. Which is wrong. Which is not what occurred. I know. Yes. So, but, in, but how wrong is it if that's how they felt it happened? That's my problem is that sometimes I go, that's not what happened at all. Like, here's an example. <laughs> Isla, as we all have discussed previous episodes, is not good at flushing the toilet. <laughs> not her strong suit. Right. She has many gifts and talents. Flushing after a shit is not one of them. Right. Uh, so one morning they were having a knockdown drag out fight before school because she didn't flush the toilet. So Isla's screaming to Georgia, but you didn't replace the toilet paper, which in my opinion, the last person who uses the last square of toilet paper, absolutely. even if you don't even put it on the rack, even if just you just take sit it out right. where you can reach it while you're on the toilet. Decency. Decency. Yeah. Is almost, if not exactly the same as leaving a shit in the bowl for the next person. Right. So you either leave no toilet paper for the next person right. or you leave shit in the bowl for the next person. It's kind of the same, same. <laughs> So they're screaming at each other about, you didn't flush the toilet. You didn't leave the toilet paper. And I stopped everybody. And I said to Isla, what is your responsibility in this? Mm-hmm. And she said, I have none. And I was like, well, that's not true. That's not true. What is your Evidence responsibility? Evidence would suggest. Right? I was like, that's not true. I have no responsibility because Georgia threw the toilet paper at me. So then, therefore, you don't flush the toilet? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> what is your responsibility? It took me forever to get her to say, I should have flushed the toilet. Right. But Georgia shouldn't have da 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 And right. I'm like, no, no, no. Just the first part. No, it's retaliation. It's yeah. retaliation rules. That's what they, they live Constantly. by retaliation rules. Do but they not? I hate oh my God, that. yes. Yeah. But they can't see past it. But That's the problem. Wh- but how do you pick? Because life parented. is so unfair. <laughs> it is. So it, it it is extracting the truth is literally you have to take them out of the situation and say, I, I well, I do like, the, I do military punishment. That's what do you mean? Fave. Military punishment is everybody goes down if somebody doesn't take responsibility. Ah. Ah. You're all getting punished. Doesn't matter. Right. So somebody See, fesses up. That's so interesting. That doesn't work in my house. Really? Yeah, my kids, okay. I don't know why. They fight over the front seat. Like, right. who's allowed to sit in the front seat? And it is knockdown, drag out. Oh, we fight. have odd day like, on that. I'm uh-huh. not doing this anymore. Yeah. Until you guys can work out a system, you're both in the back seat. They've been sitting in the back seat well, for a fucking year. That's amazing. Keep like, them in the back seat. They're in the back. But, like, seriously, uh, they will not compromise. They won't work. They literally will not sit in the front seat since the beginning of is, last school no, no, year. But that's their compromise. And the weird thing is. Oh, my is, God. It's so here, ridiculous. But here's like, the weird really? thing. Maybe they actually want to be together because otherwise they would have found a system oh no do you oh, know wait. how many fights are in the back seat no i have to i have to intervene here yeah clearly you don't know her children right seriously. they are two of the most stubborn children <laughs> and i love them both but they will completely and dearly but, but that lily fromkin oh my god man. let me tell you something but they want it but they don't want it bad enough that they're willing to figure it out no right a year and a half that's hysterical. so then the question is killing me the question is yeah. is that a problem right are like, they willing <laughs> 
to ride or die. Yeah, that's their that is their problem. They're equally willing though? to ride or die. Like because they're gonna end up dead someday. But it looks like <laughs> well, except before that like happens, someone's gonna kill them, and it might be me. You mean you, like, someone's gonna get cut, and it's gonna be much. yeah. Yes. So so here's here's the simple solution for that. If you can no longer stand it, then you impose a rule. It's odd or even. We had that rule initially, yeah. and then it was like. Somebody didn't get picked up from school, so I got it on the way home. Oh, but yes. you didn't. You know what well, I mean? We play, like, it doesn't matter. Hole, and I was like, if it's it, an odd day, it's you. If it's yeah. an even day, but it's her. It doesn't matter if you lost your turn. It's right. very true. Yeah. Except I couldn't deal with the argument. Yeah, I didn't want to hear about it. Like it doesn't matter if that's the rule. So like I just want to hear about no it. So get what? it. Yeah, they. So down <laughs> they're just now in the back seat arguing about other yes. crap. Yes. Yeah. Like whose backpack is too close to the other? Right. <laughs> no, but the funny thing is, they want to they want to relate to each other, but this is the only way they know how they right don't now. Know how, yeah, right. I know. At so the that end they want to be into they want to be entangled in some in some way. They just don't know how else to do it. So it's through aggression and <laughs> but blame. Like, but at least they want to be with each other. If they didn't want to be with each other, I mean, the alternative is one of them's in the front seat and does not know the other one exists. Which yeah, sounds no, great. Definitely, it's not happening. It sounds great, but it's not. In- no, I don't want that. Yeah, but well, I I would like my children to compromise. <laughs> yeah, to learn to, that skill, right? Yes, but because, until yeah. the emotional maturity is there, it's not going to happen. But so I have a feeling sometimes it never happens for people. Is oh, I true? think that's true too. I think you know what I've really recently realized. We play such a big part in it, and it sucks that we do, but we do. As parents, you yeah. mean? Yeah. Uh, as far so? as not, I feel like during the day-to-day interactions, they seem to be so um, rote. And so, you know, did you do your homework? Did you eat your breakfast? How was your lunch? Who'd you hang out with? And we forget to deal with the interactions between them and the subtle nuances. And so recently I've noticed my older one is not being as kind to her sister. Not she's not being mean. She's right. not yelling at her. She's not. They're not fighting. But she's not being empathic, and she's not asking her how she is, and she's not taking right. on an older sister role. Right. Mm-hmm. So I've started telling her, "Did you go say goodnight to her?" Mm. And she's like, "Oh no." So now she's gotten into the habit of going and checking on her and saying goodnight, which instead of lecturing her about you need to be a bigger sister, you need to take care of her, she's your responsibility, you know, she's now kind of getting the hint without the lecture. Right. Like, will you just go say goodnight to her before you finish up your homework? Right. And she's like, oh, okay. And now the little one's getting the message like, oh, the older one has a little bit more responsibility. She's staying up later. Right. She's coming in to say goodnight to me. Right. It's kind of putting into place this system where it shows them where their ranking is. Right. And also teaches her to be tender, uh-huh. which has had a different, like it's literally impacted their relationship. That's good. It's where it's visible. So I've noticed like it's my responsibility to kind of come in there and make tiny little adjustments like that. Mm-hmm. Instead of blanket statements like, you're her big sister and you need to watch out for her. Because right. that doesn't work. You know, they don't get big overarching ideas. Right. Oh, okay. They get in the moment, you know, what's what, the deal? What, what am I, I doing? Yeah. I understand. That makes sense. Well, I know in the big fight about the toilet versus <laughs> the toilet paper. Right. At the end of it, after they... The bowl versus the roll. Exactly. <laughs> after they begrudgingly accepted their responsibility and at the same time blamed the other person yep. and that was all over i made <laughs> i made isla i said isla i need you to say one thing about georgia that you really like yeah 
And she went, nothing. <laughs> and I went, well, that's not that's, true. That's an answer. <laughs> that's not true. Yeah. So find one thing. And I don't remember what she said, but it was really bullshit. Right. And the sparse spider, that is my older one, the spider. Yeah. Waiting on that shit. Yeah. And as soon as it came up, she was like, you know what I like, Isla? I like the fact that you are so creative and that you express yourself through art in such an amazing way that it's inspiring for other people. Mm-hmm. And I, at the, I could just see both middle fingers <laughs> at the same Extend, time. Extend right. She was saying the bullshit she was saying. Yeah. And then Isla totally sniffed the bullshit and started laughing. And Georgia started laughing. I was like, thank God. Right. Someone has a bullshitometer here. That's so funny. And you broke your own ice yeah. because they were like headstrong versus headstrong. And then and Isla went, oh, she's so full of shit. Oh, so many times I feel like it's spy versus spy. They're just it's trying to spy versus spy. kill each other all the time. Right. And you know who's going to get caught first. And it's hysterical. But it totally feels like that. It does. Yeah. I feel like I, mean, I don't have any siblings. So I don't, you know. Yeah. I observed I these things happening. My friend Becky's house. She had three siblings. So I observed the... You know, throwing something through somebody's door, yep. screaming, door slamming, parents screaming, parenting, trying not to parent, dad taking somebody's side, mom taking somebody else's side. And I saw it from the outside. Right. But to be in it, I'm constantly feeling like I am failing at all times mm-hmm. and that I, I'm definitely screwing them up mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> and... At the same time, when they go outside of my house, their behavior is really good. Right. So then I go, okay, well, maybe I'm not. But boy, when you're home, you're a couple of little assholes. Yeah. Well, I, that's funny. I have, I've treated a lot of kids who the parents come home and they're like, oh, my God, I can't take it anymore. They don't listen. They're, they're obstinate. They won't do their homework. I have to sit on them. And at school, the teachers are like, you know, because parent-teacher conference season now teacher's like oh my god they're a little angel they're so fabulous and i said okay which would you rather have do you want them to act out in school right (laughs) because i got some of those too and they're not easy right because you cannot control them when they're at at a school and you're not welcome on the premises right so would you rather them feel safe at home and kind of let it all out but be great at school because that's that's the course of life you're trying to help them with, right? Mm-hmm. And and these professionals that are working with them all day, do you want them to retaliate against them all day right. and have to deal with the wrath of that and finding a new school because they're not appropriate for that? You know, like, yeah. They're like, no, no. Take, <laughs> I'll take, thanks. take, take yeah. what you have. Yeah, but it just means they're comfortable enough to come home and go, uh, you yeah. know, to let it all hang out. Yep. Well, the thing that I, back to what I said in the beginning, is the, the two truths in the middle. Mm-hmm. Georgia has anxiety. Like, we've been to see a therapist to help her with, she had sleep anxiety specifically. Right. But, you know, it's, it's all in Bert's family. They have ang- diagnosed anxiety disorders. Yeah. I don't think, I don't know that Georgia has a disorder, but she definitely has that wiring. Right. Right. So softball comes around and she's a wreck. But she wants to play softball, but right. she's like crying. My stomach hurts. I feel like I'm going to throw up. Before practice or just games? Before a game. Okay. Yeah. So that happens three Sundays ago, and I help her manage through it. it. Happens two Sundays ago, help her manage through it. Two Sundays ago, she deflected and made it about Isla. Isla hurt her feelings, Isla right. this. But I knew this is anxiety about the game. There's a pattern. Happened last Sunday. Yeah. And last Sunday was the hardest time I had to get her to move forward. 
I it took me she was 20 minutes late for warm up because I could I had a really hard time getting her to move forward and she kept saying to me this is not anxiety I am going to throw up <laughs> and I kept saying to her but let's look at the pattern right and let's look at the past two weekends well she's right though it's not anxiety at that point it's panic it's panic yeah so okay. to, you can tell help her realize like you're right it doesn't feel like all the other times because it's more severe and now it's okay. somaticized it's yeah, in your yeah. body now it's in her so body. you cut you're kind of right yeah it, it, it you know it's not the same mm-hmm. it's now feeling more unmanageable it did feel very unmanageable yeah. and then of course bert who just got off a plane had uh, his car service dropped him off at the ball field i had just gotten her into practice she was okay. She did okay the whole time. Um, or she looked okay. She was smiling. She was holding it together. She was holding it together. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah. She wasn't her usual like, woohoo, let's go. But she was definitely getting it done, yeah. right? She was at bat. She was fully participating, keeping it together. And when she got out, I said, how do you feel? How do you feel now? Mm-hmm. She was like, the same. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm not giving it to you. No, yeah. you're fucking not feeling yeah. the same. Nope. And then when Bert showed up, he said, oh, you did the worst thing you could do. Which was? Tell her she's having anxiety. <laughs> he said, you just need to just tell her. Uh, I said, well, what am I supposed to do? I can't go into agreement with her saying, oh, my God, you are about to throw up. Right. right. I need to help her learn yeah. to see her own signals and to, to be able to sort of suss out, okay, this is not the stomach flu. Right. And I was telling her when she was having this, when you have the stomach flu, you have no color in your face and your cheeks are bright pink. Right. Right. So that right. tells me you're probably, this is probably something to do with anxiety. So you need to learn that so that as you become an adult. You can recognize it in your body. You recognize it in your body mm-hmm. and you go, okay, I'm feeling these things, but I can do this. I got this. I do softball every weekend. I know right. how to do this. Right. I can manage through this, which is what I was telling her. And Bert told me that was the worst thing I could have done. That when you're in an anxiety attack, the last thing you want to hear is how to fix it. The only thing you want to hear is that, yes, you are having an anxiety attack. Right. And I I went, but how am I supposed to teach her how to cope through it? Like, isn't that our job as parents? Yeah. Uh, his parents definitely did not do that. Well, they, here's so that's and that's why it's his experience that you're not supposed to do that. Well, he they would say <laughs> just turn on the TV, right? And he'd be like, or drink something, or foaming at the mouth. Yeah, yeah, something to distract yourself. Oh, just yeah, just go on out there and play. But I mean, don't you think like if you don't validate the experience? then right. they can't trust you. Right. Well, right. You have to, but I think the teaching happens like on Saturday. Yeah. Not on Sunday. Right. When she's already in it. Yeah. Uh, like tomorrow, when the game is about to start, yeah, you right, are right. feeling, you may be feeling like well, this. Do you remember the pattern for the past three weeks? Right. Like, because that's when you're in a teaching moment, when she's in the middle of the anxiety. She can't probably I, I would, hear anything you're no, saying yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah that's you probably know. true. Yeah. And I would back that up to even the teaching begins on Monday. Probably. Because yes. if it's Saturday, you can it's cause anticipatory anxiety uh, where right. she's like ready. Oh, God. You know, but here it comes. If right. it's Monday and it's after the game, you can say, so I'm just going to tell you something I've noticed and maybe you're going to start noticing it too. There's a pattern. Right. Every Sunday you get anxious. Right. Real anxious. And I think it's linked to the games you're having. Right. And you're concerned and you want to do well. And there's something you need to realize. It passes, doesn't it? Because how are you feeling today? Right. Fine. Yeah. Okay. So now you know when you start to feel like that, it's not going to last. Right. You know you're going to get through it. Right. 
and it's going to be gone as soon as you can blink. Mm -hmm. So just know that when it happens, we're going to talk about that. This is not going to last. Right. You're going to get through it. Right. You know, you're going to play your game. You're going to be great. You're going to do the best you can. Right. And then it's going to be over. Right. You know, and if, by the way, if at any time this is not something you enjoy, you don't need to keep doing it. Right. So you're making a choice. Be okay with it. You know, you can. So if you help her on Monday, kind of, and then she'll forget about it throughout the week. Right. And then when Sunday comes, you can go, we talked about this, you right. know, but then it's not like the night before because the night right, before right. could cause like, oh, <gasps> yeah. here it comes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I can feel it coming. Yeah. And depending on how dramatic they are. Oh, Lord, help you. <laughs> yeah, she's she starts imploding. Uh, so I have to pull it out of her. Uh, like she's got big tears in her eyes. She goes, I'm fine. I'm totally not going to cry. Uh, and I'm like, oh, girlfriend, you are in pieces already. You're like, yeah. It's you're like, like, you're on the precipice. Totally. And and, and that's okay. You know, the, I'm okay with you falling apart. Yeah. You're okay with you falling apart, actually, <laughs> because we seem to get it together and we seem to move forward. <laughs> so that's the learning piece from my point of view is you still, we can't, well, this is what I've said to her in the moment. We can't do anything about the fact that you're kind of predisposed to be anxious. Yeah. We can't do anything about that. <laughs> the only thing we can do is learn how to cope. To learn how to take deep breaths, to learn how to stretch or jog a lap or, you know, drink a bunch of water or whatever yeah. it is that works for you, physical, emotional, mental. We just have to figure that out. Right. So, but she, like you said, you, she can't hear it in that moment. <laughs> oh, you did the worst thing. And I was like, well, where were you, motherfucker? That's right. <laughs> you were not here. Yep. And he showed up and went, oh, you'll be fine. Go get on the field. Right. Oh, the like, work was already done. Sure. The work was already done. Because for 20 minutes, I got, got there. her there. I got her yes. to the point where she could right. go to the field. Yeah, right? exactly. Yes. Yeah. He's such a pain. Uh, Captain Sava. What? No. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Kathy, what is, what do you think is your biggest challenge with Lily? I'm going to ask you the same about Max, too, so don't worry. Um, well, I don't know if it's my biggest challenge, but Stephen is constantly saying, I think our daughter's bipolar. Like, And I'm like, okay, you She can't. is not bipolar. I know she's not. <laughs> However, there, she might be poltergeist. Like, it's unclear. Possessed, my poltergeist is totally different. Yes. Yeah. It is. is completely different. Yes. Why? Why do you say that? Because she is sometimes psychotic and sometimes the sweetest, most loving, mm-hmm. normal put together down to earth logical child <laughs> there is and then literally in a heartbeat you're like oh my god what is happening with you i don't even understand it's yeah. like that raging hormones and it's really hard to predict like you know you try to sort of mitigate all factors are you hungry are you tired are you like do your clothes not feel right like i don't know like are your socks inside out what is happening right now right um <laughs> the, it's the ot checklist <laughs> seriously <laughs> I, like you go through everything yep. um, <laughs> are there any tags yeah. <laughs> right. Right. I guess, yeah. yes so i don't know i feel uh, like that happens that's the part that is the hardest like, like the mood swing would you call the mood it that swing, or yes yeah. because Literally, she's in the middle of, like, you just see the unraveling. Like, she's in the middle of doing French homework. And Mm -hmm. she does not like her French teacher. He's not the easiest person Mm -hmm. to deal with. He's not super um, 
clear on his expectations and he doesn't ever tell them if they have homework, they have to figure it out afterwards. Like they go on the online portal and check it out. And it makes her insane. Like she can't deal with that. And I'm like, listen, we're past the first quarter. You know, every single day that you have had school, you've had French homework. You right. have to assume at this point, you're going to have it every day. You have to assume he's not going to tell you. You have to assume that you're going to go online and find out. And yes, it's going to be there. This is not a shock. Right. Right. right? It has happened every day since <laughs> school started. Why are you unraveling that this is still like that he's not meeting your expectations? Interesting. And then like the unravel happens. Ah, why? I can't deal. I don't understand. I don't get this. And then it becomes, I can't do this. I don't know it. The negative. She's like a 99 in the class. It's not like she doesn't understand. It's not like <laughs> oh she doesn't God. get it. She's fine. It's And she like, it's completely unraveling. And I watch it and I watch the tears and I, the slamming of the book. I'm not doing this. There's a we have a third quiz today in French. Okay, you're only allowed to have three <laughs> quizzes a week. Okay, so three? today's your third. She's having, he gives like pop quizzes every day. That's a lot, Kathy. What? Every that's, day? That's his. But what can you do about it? Like, it's, you know, you it's know ten, I know it's just asking it's a lot of questions. What? It's, I don't know. Seventh? Like, seventh? Yeah, seventh. Um, that's, uh, a, that's, a, that's a lot. That causes a lot. That causes a lot of but, anxiety, but. Yeah. But that's one of those things where but, you go, but you have to learn how to function within the context no, of absolutely. other people's rules. Absolutely. I don't agree with those rules. I could talk to you yeah. forever about yeah. Isla's history teacher. Same right. thing. Yeah. Uh, but again, but at the end of the day, this is what you've been right. given. Right. right. This is it. No, it's better to have a teacher like that where you can actually expect it than have somebody whose grading rubric is totally yes. all over the place and unexpected. And, yep. you know, you get the one-two punch with like an essay out of nowhere that's graded like where did you get this yeah and, yeah yeah and then yeah no, like it's it's fairly clear cut right like i can figure it out i know she can too but it, the unraveling that it causes and then the meltdown and the there's no logic like i can't impose <laughs> logic on her and that's the hardest part i was like but look <laughs> this has been happening like I, why why are we still having the same argument every day right it's that the same thing you really said hard. earlier it's, they're it's, all emotional we're all logic yes. right why can't they have a little logic? You know how many logic problems Isla's been doing in science this year? Come on. So here, here's how I see that. I swear to God, if you took a picture, if you did like a functional MRI of their brain, there's like a gone fishing pole like a sign <laughs> on, on the logic section of the brain. Oh my gone fishing right? sign. They're, they're developing their executive functioning skills. They're not out. there yet. It's like, yeah, they're totally gone fishing. <laughs> they are all like limbic. They're so in hind brain. It's not even funny. Right. I mean, you come at them and you're like, you know, did are you hungry? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. The other day. Um, trying to feed you. Just want to do like give you, you yeah. know, like. To be helpful. Some options. But like, you know, go fuck yourself. It's fine. <laughs> right, you know? right, right. Feed yourself. But right. Like, well, yeah. Isla the other day was nasty, like mm. nasty all day. And I kept going, honey, what is going on? This is not your usual sound. Everything. <laughs> she got her period the next yeah. day. Oh, and she yeah. came in and went, mom, I'm really sorry about yesterday. I got my period this morning. Oh, do you have yeah. them on like period tracker? What is that? Oh my God, it's the best thing in the world. So what it's an is app. that? They have like health is one period tracker is another one wait what it's called p tracker oh my god it's the best thing i'm looking it up i put so many of my kids on this i have three people on periods in my house 
Uh, I got one that I can barely manage. Period tracker right yep. here. Yep. Shh. Oh. So is it called AYSA? No, I don't oh. think so. It's got a flower. It's got like a pink daisy with a yellow center. Does. And by the way, if there's any women oh, listening. Oh, here it is. Yeah, pink daisy with if, the yellow center. If there's Hold any on. women listening that, that are one. ever surprised about getting their period, because I can't tell you how many women I treat who come in and are like, I just don't feel it. Like the, the ones that come in okay. occasionally and they'll call me because they need an update. They're, yeah, nice. That that ding means something good is happening. <laughs> the ones that call me that are like, I, I just need to come in. I don't know what's going on. And like nine times out of ten, I'm like, when was the end of your last cycle? And they're like, I don't know. I'm like, that shouldn't be your answer. Right. We need know. to know. Right. So a lot of people don't know. Well, I know. People, I'm still on birth like, control. So that's. Okay. And but so, see, are you on birth control? I oh, was see. tracking people, my kids' no, per- but, periods relative to mine. So here's what this app yeah, does. Exactly. This is this yeah. app is genius. And also if you're older and you're entering into the perimenopause stage, you're going to need Hello. to track that shit and see that it's, you know, me. pardon my French, but. You know, we're talking about Lily's French, so I was, you know. <laughs> yes. Um, so you need to track it and be aware of your body and know, like, because sometimes you'll get one that's, like, gnarly. Oh, you know, like, yeah. there was a murder scene. And then sometimes yeah, you're, right. you know, you won't get it for weeks. And sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, but I just, I'm, I'm glad we're actually so talking about it's important to have. But so the, the, the one thing that I love about this app, above all else, yeah. is that. This is awesome. Yeah. Well, and you can turn off. There's some features you want to turn off, like fertility and and yeah, uh, ovulation. Know. No thanks. Um, but there is a notification section. So what it'll do is it'll set up a reminder, and you want to give yourself a reminder for the girls. Yeah. Like a five day reminder of notification. So then, so you can track more than one person. Multiple on periods well, on this. N- no, they each need to have it on their phone or iPad. Uh, I see. And okay, so if she has it on her phone. How do I track hers? Well, you go there on is I have mine in my head. The, I don't so even, you don't I don't have a problem with it because you only have one girl, but. Um, although Max could have, you know, hey. his own cycle, um, <laughs> but you know, because they do, boys do have such. Is it is it called the asshole tracker? It is basically <laughs> yeah, uh, right. Little boys are yeah, on the aggression right. tracker. The aggression, <laughs> the aggression tracker. tracker. I mean, they get their period too, mood wise. Yeah. Um, so on yours, you can actually do a buddy request and follow hers, oh. but then you have to sign out to see yours. But you wouldn't have that issue. I I could do that with both my girls. Sign mm-hmm. out and log in under a different right thing right. and track theirs. But you can also just say like, "Can I see your phone?" Right, and like look at it, and and they'll it. But I love the reminder, so it tells them. And I did it to train them that you know if you know you're going to get it soon, wear something at night, right? Yeah, like the night before because right. you know you're going to wake up and have like a problem. So and it also just warns them like, "Uh oh, I have." soccer coming up and i need to you know pack something in my bag and right you know, well georgia uh, will have this. one day sometime a couple days before her period where she cries for no reason yeah or she just goes <laughs> which is i awesome. don't know why i'm crying i'm like hey, when's your period coming yeah, right right and that's, that's another it. thing that i'll tell them too like and and they they've gotten i mean i guess it's probably just because you know if you have kids and you're a therapist they kind of but i'll <laughs> say like so where are you at in your cycle and they're like, not because of my period. And then like the next day they'll get it. And I'm like, so where are you at in your cycle? <laughs> where are you at now? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, hmm. you yeah. know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not. And I always tell them I'm not trying to be right. I'm trying to find the solution. Totally. So like, let's take that out of it. Like I'm, I am a human that's happy to be wrong and happy to admit it. You know, mm-hmm. if they come to me, and they're like, you know what? I don't think, I don't think that was the right call. I'm like, fair enough. What would it be? What would be a better call? Right. You know, like I'm, I'm open to all and any suggestions. 
I feel like I'm that way too. And no matter how much I do that, I'm still the jerk. (laughs) Yes. I'm still the jerk, right? You feel that way too? Yeah. So if you, if you actually lean into it, uh-huh. a little bit so if they're having a fight and there is literally no logic to be had yeah and it usually works better if you're one-on-one instead of like in the middle of the both of them right but if you go completely immature juvenile on them yeah and do the it's not fair yeah i mean just lean into it and mimic them yeah at least what you will get usually nine times out of ten is like well <laughs> you look like an idiot <laughs> <laughs> and you're like I know, right? <laughs> and they don't get it. Yeah. And then they're like, well, I don't sound like that. And you're like, oh, wait, you do. <laughs> right? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Just so a little you bit. Can, you can kind of be the icebreaker in those situations mm-hmm. if they're if they're not responding to logic and they're not responding to like a calm and, you know, empathetic voice. You can, t- you can flip it on them and, and basically mirror their behavior mm-hmm. to the point where they're like, what are you doing? Yeah. And you're like, I'm you. Right. <laughs> How's it feel? How's what it do you want to do with this? Right. You know? And they'll, at the very least, it'll stop them from what they're doing. Right. So. Jar them out of it. Exactly. It's like a redirect. It, yeah. It's like a prompt. Yeah. Like a prompt. <laughs> a gentle prompt. A gentle prompt. <laughs> they hate mimicry. Or maybe you know? not so gentle. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if it works. It's a fun prompt. Yeah. Fun for us. But, right. That's, That's the hard so part much. is yeah. that it is really hard, I find. To be the mature one. To be the mature yes. one. To be the, the adult. Yeah. Not the parent. Right. The adult. The adult. Yeah. Every time. Sometimes I just want to go, just go fucking do it because I said so. Right. Which right. is a parent. Or just go fuck off. Right. Yeah. Or, or the or, short yeah. version of that. You figure it out. Right. Oh, oh well, everything's mom's fault. I have, I call myself jokingly and everybody agrees that I'm the sheriff of wah wah. Right. Because I'm always the one that's like, nope, we can't go to Minchie's at 8.45 p.m. <laughs> right. It's bedtime. Right. Oh, uh-huh. come on. And dad's always like, oh, come on. Well, I'm like, ah. Yeah, that's because your deputy's gone rogue. My deputy <laughs> is uh, Roscoe Pico train. Yes. Right? Yeah. He's totally <laughs> not. In, he's stupid. Right. He's um, got, the monkeys are driving that train. You yes. Know? He's the worst. Let's the go. Other, yeah. The other day, Georgia was still having some anxiety. She's still having some tummy trouble because there was drama. Drama, girl drama that she wasn't involved in mm-hmm. that she didn't know I knew about and I knew that was going on and I was like listen why don't you go to school give it a shot and if you can't do it I will come get you but I'd rather you try right than just not even try so I got her she's dressed she's get putting her backpack on her back and oh Burke comes out God. and goes man my stomach's hurting and George oh goes my God. me too and he's like well if your stomach feels like mine there's no way I could go to school and I was like <sighs> Are you kidding? (laughs) Fuck. I just spent 30 minutes getting her head straight to try. And he went, I don't think you should go today. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to kill you. Are you You going to stay home and watch her? Kill you. It was last Friday. Yeah. I thought I was going to stab him. I was so angry at him. He totally sabotaged all the parenting. And she leaned fully into dad. Sure. So for me to have pulled her off of dad would have been massive sheriff of want wah right and i was like i just i can't deal with it i I, i'm done i have parented my ass off today and that was one day where i thought maybe i should have fought with him and made her go right but i just was done my temptation Mm -hmm. would have been like guess what now you're driving her (laughs) yeah right yeah Yeah, it doesn't work with him (laughs) like your stomach your stomach hurts and her stomach hurts have a nice ride out there take a tums yeah (laughs) just gotta pull off and shit at every other trader joe's along the way or something whatever oh my god so what is your biggest um challenge with max 
I don't have boys, so. Um, Is that the question I asked about Lily? Challenge? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, Let's see. What is my biggest challenge with him? Um, I think with him, it's more about, I don't want to say maturity, but I guess it's like a sense of um, like effort, responsibility. Mm. You know what I mean? Like Mm. he's super invested in school in like one moment but like not enough to carry him over do you know what i mean it's like that long-term stuff he doesn't get you know like i can turn in my homework today but i don't need to study because the test is not until next friday so i'll study on thursday and you're like (laughs) it's nine chapters how do you not study a little bit each day and i feel like that's the constant like there's no foresight uh, there's no like they no there is foresight it, there's i know i have a test yeah but it's not like important <laughs> there's no executive this, that's there's what i'm no, telling you it's true it's, gone it's, fishing it's, in the yes. executive functioning skills department and i know that but yeah. <clears throat> but you can't so, also just let them not study ever well, I, I went to like, a you know like i feel like i have to say something every once in a while and i went to a conference and i what this lady did i loved she got them like a big at a glance calendar one of those big mm-hmm. big honking like the big desk go, size yep. yep and they go on the desk yeah and she makes them write down when all their tests are in different colors so math is red yeah. whatever color they want and then she says back it up one day yeah and write down study math in that red color and then back it up two days and write down study math we do the whole color. breakdown but like but 20 then on minutes that today day, we're gonna do this chapter and this chapter we're yeah. gonna do this we're gonna do this but it is like does he do it though he does, but it's a battle. Right. But, like, he, but it's here. Like, look, this is what we're doing today. Right. Like, this is how you need to study. This is whatever. Ugh, I don't want you writing it down. No. See, that's part, part of it. We is- do it together and I write it because it's not legible if I don't write it. Oh, and it'll never okay. fit in the box. Okay. But talk about OT issues. Um, so I write it out for him and right. he gets... By the way, he's actually excited about it. Like the he opposite needs of that, that, just so you know, mm-hmm. which I know that can be a pain in the ass, but the opposite is just. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, what? No, he's not. <laughs> like, what are you doing? The Wait. perfectionist child. Oh, like oh, she yeah, might, yeah. you know, she's got the out of the box where you have to write it. But the perfectionist child, the parent's like, just give me the pen. Like, I'm just right? going to write it for you. Myself. Because I can't wait 30 minutes for you to write down. You have a math test on Friday. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So either way, they're procrastinating, doing and the inevitable. I have to say, he's actually gotten better. Like, he has this yeah. massive essay due on the 20th. And the whole rubric is broken down. She's checking it, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay, so I have to have three pieces of evidence for three paragraphs. I'm going to do three today, three tomorrow, three Sunday. And I was like, okay, there. that's a great plan. Yeah. Can we just think for one second that Friday after school, you have plans. That's We're it. probably not going to do it on Friday. So why don't you do it today right. on Thursday and then Saturday and then Sunday? <sighs> yeah. Like, and it, you would I, you would have thought I asked him to rip out his teeth. So I he, mean, I don't know. Here's the funny thing with that. And that extends into so many different areas with the kids is I'm, I'm, I already showed you I excelled at something. Why are you asking for more? No, just consistency. But not, I mean, I guess that but is But he more, had but. three days planned out. <laughs> yes. Why is that not enough, Mom? And like, of course, logically, yeah. <laughs> there is something on Friday and he didn't think about that. But, yeah. it's, you know, it's like, great. You know, you ask them to clean their room. They start cleaning your room. And then you're like, can you make sure you brush your teeth? Oh, 
oh, you didn't know that was also a, a requirement that was at the same level? Right. Right? I, For 14 years. Right, right. <laughs> like, like, it is a surprise to you that we want you to do that? I'm so sorry. Should I make a list? You know, right. like, but yeah, it's it's this like, I've already put in the effort that was required. Why are you asking for more? Yeah. You know, it's like this indignant kind of. Yeah. 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 So uh, Isla has, I have, very, I have very similar experience with Isla. That's not my biggest challenge with her, mm-hmm. but I, that is my challenge with school with her is yeah. that anything, you know, something shifted when she moved to seventh grade and her ability to keep any form of organization consistent is gone fishing right it's gone like and i have been working so hard with her to try and find a system that she'll accept and she will accept no system that i present right and she will not come up with a system on her own so we continue to be in this black hole of papers everywhere in the wrong folder in the wrong notebook so i just kind of went yeah you don't get a say anymore because I've been trying to give you a say since mm-hmm. August mm-hmm. and you're not doing it. So here's what we're doing. And I've got her system. But at the same time, I feel like I'm kind of doing her a disservice because I'm doing it for her. <laughs> right. And I don't want to be that person. I don't actually agree with that parenting yet. I am doing that parenting. What is the system you came up with? It's not super complicated. She has one folder, right? She has six classes, two of which one is a study hall and one is a yearbook. She doesn't need to keep any paperwork for those. So right. essentially she has four academic classes. Right. Two classes go in this pocket. Two classes go in that pocket. Right. I recommend that she puts the first period in the front of that pocket and the next period in the back. Can I give you a suggestion? Next, and the next. Yes. They have a folder at Staples that is like six sections. She does not want that. She doesn't. Nope. It's it. It's a tiny folder. It's not like a notebook. It's a folder that's got three pages, like the the crossover no, thing. Yeah. Like, no. It's like this. I can try, but I I tried to give her and I label them. Yeah, I English, label them too. Math. Yeah, and then too. all the important things that you everything need goes in there. Goes in there, and then if you forget a yes. notebook, whatever doesn't matter because all your important papers. Right preaching now. to the choir. Yeah. You are preaching to the choir. Yeah. Uh, uh, these two two pocket folder, right? Right. And this side says on the pocket, science, English. Right. This side says on the pocket, world mm. history, math. Right. Even if you can't get it in the order, like right. science is first matter. period. Right. This right. is third. At least put it. It's all over the place. I've at least gotten her to get it inside that folder folder. (laughs) so everything is huge in that folder now she can't keep it organized so she forgets to turn things in because she remembers the system but she can't adhere to the system so she opens it and goes oh there's no science not realizing she's put science in the world history place and doesn't look through all of her papers (laughs) and refuses to keep science over in the left side pocket so then constantly turns her shit in late and i go i don't know what more i could do for you at this point you're just gonna have to fail right because i've set you up to succeed and you're refusing to comply so i can't help you you know, I, I I don't know what else to do. I'm not going to go to school with you and go, did you check that folder? Yeah. <laughs> Remember, it's in the left-hand pocket in the front. <laughs> See, that's one of the greatest things about the, the five, whatever, the five pocket or six pocket one is that it, if you turn to it and there's nothing in it, but yeah, you're right, you have yeah, to put it. but if she doesn't it, put it in there. But so the night before, it, it, matter. Could, it could be ch- telling her the night before, Isla, let's look through your folder. I do that. And okay. she goes, oh. Yeah, well, either that. I've already done it. 
What's the consequence if she gets a bad grade for not turning it in? That's a hard one. Um, she she loses her phone. Does she respond to losing her phone? Sometimes. You know, her currency since she was a toddler yeah. changes with every punishment. Yeah. Today it works. Tomorrow I got to find a whole new currency. Yeah. That currency works one time. Got to find a whole new currency. Uh, and I'm like, mother of all that's TV? holy. Mm-hmm. Oh, she'll get rid of that for a day. Yeah. If she doesn't have to look for a folder. No problem. That's so uh, no, no candy. Okay. Right. No soda. Okay. Not that she eats. She has soda maybe once a week. Right. But uh, okay. No, no friends over. Okay. For one day. Yeah. I got it. One day. No problem. How about a week? Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. Because you know why that doesn't work? The why? whole week thing or month thing. Doesn't matter how long yeah. you say. Because they have no foresight. Yeah. Because they, can't, right, right, they right. can't imagine in three days, four days, what it's going to be like. They only see it today. Now, yeah. Georgia, I have currency. Georgia, right. I can. I have a consistent currency with her. She's super easy. That Isla's been that way since birth. birth yeah. Where the currency... So I remember parenting her and going, I have no currency. Like yep. I've used every single trick. The only currency I have left is like to hit her. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm right. not going to hit her. Right. So what do I do? She's just, I mean, that's part of, I think, her dyslexic, dyslexic brain is she just finds a workaround. Right. Oh, you're going to take that away? No problem. Then I'll draw. Right. You know what I'm going to do? Draw a circle in the middle of a room and say you will stand in the circle <laughs> for 24 hours? That would be the only punishment I could think of. Right. There you go. But I have that. My biggest concern with Isla is her inability to see that she has a responsibility in something she has done wrong. Yeah. It is a big one. It's a big one. If she hurt her sister's feelings, it definitely was not her fault. Right. And I have to parent and parent and parent and I almost never feel like I really get her to feel that she has done something wrong. You know where that works? Where? Is if they have somebody they respect, it's better in elementary school, but in middle school they'll sometimes have like a teacher they respect or at least fear. Mm-hmm. You put them in that position. So uh, if you were using the bathroom at the teacher's lounge at school because all the other bathrooms were closed, would you have left that pile in the right. toilet? Right. No. Why not? Why are you leaving it for your sister? So you're choosing right. to leave that for her. Right. I mean, it's putting somebody else in that role. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that was one of my favorite questions ever. Like, would you do that to Mrs. McDonald? Mm-hmm. Would you do that to, mm-hmm. my, you know, whoever, right, you know? Right. And they're like, no, never. And you're like, so then you had a choice. Right. <laughs> so then you made a calculated decision to hurt your sister. Right. You know, it, it kind of... It gives them the the understanding that they had a responsibility and right. they relinquished control at that moment and decided right. that they were just going to fly. Yes. Know? Yeah. I have used that before, but I don't always remember it in the moment. Yeah. It's you hard know. to remember it in the moment. I have used that in the past. It actually worked recently, the, the day that Isla hurt George's feelings about softball. I had said to Isla, how would you feel if you had played softball all year and your sister said, yeah, I don't want to go. Right. It's boring. That hurt your sister's feelings. How would that make you feel? And she was like, pretty bad. But it was, I'm dead inside. I'm right. going to answer this question. It's not going to touch me. Right. But it did. But, but also, know. like, what if you're, you know, give them a friend. Give them the name of a friend. Instead of, like, how would you feel? Yes. Because it's harder yeah, for yeah, them yeah. to perceive it with themselves. Right. But, like, how would you, you know, would you say that to your best friend? Right. No. Well, okay 
That's a good idea. I'll do yeah. that. Replace her. Because with- they're more apt to take the bullet for themselves, especially if they'll, you know, they'll fall on their own sword if they know that they're not going to give in for their sibling. For their sibling. Yeah. Right? I mean, yes. don't you see that happen? Yeah. <laughs> They're like such assholes to each other. Oh like they're meaner to their sibling than to anyone Anybody oh, yeah. else. It's 100%. unbelievable. Yeah. Ugh. 100%. It's annoying. Yeah. yeah. No, and if that doesn't work, you can borrow guilt, Jewish guilt. <laughs> when I die, I want to know that the two of you are going to take care of each other. Oh. Mom, are you dying? It must be Catholic also. I, yeah, it yeah. is. No, it yeah. Is and then they'll you. are you dying? Every day a little bit. Every day a little bit. Every day. Bert says that all the time. The whole point of having a sibling is that you take care of each other. When mom and I are gone, right. you are all you have left. Yep. You have to. He gives them that speech all the time. That's yep. his little ditty. Yeah. I don't really do that. I try to, I try to like, I don't know. He does that though. Yeah. Now with Georgia, my biggest challenge is um, getting her to, to tell me really what's wrong Mm -hmm. she'll Mm -hmm. say uh, i have a splinter in my finger and i go that's not fucking it right who do you think you're talking to did i just fall off the turnip truck i did not it's not the no so what is it and she doesn't want she never wants to say what it really is when she's really hurt yeah now if she's like sort of hurt or aggravated or annoyed or that was rude totally hear it all day long Mm -hmm. but if she's really hurt she usually tells me the wrong thing yep and then i have to try to to throw you off track she does and i go it is yeah i know that's not what it is so now we got to keep digging right and then when they're and then you're digging and they're like just leave me alone they are that's right yeah that is my challenge with her i do not want to feel the pain that you are trying to make me go feel right but you can't so you know what there's a good visual for that i mean i know it's they're young, so you have to be careful who you're using it with. But I, used, I I tell them, you know, when a doctor goes in, when a surgeon goes in to take something out of you that shouldn't be in your body, mm-hmm. whether it's a tumor or it's a sponge that they left in or whatever, you know, whatever they, yeah. they got to go get. I said, you know, you ever play Operation? You got to get all the pieces out. If you yeah. get all the pieces out, he's a goner, right? Yeah. So I say when they go in, they're going in to excavate all the bad stuff. Mm-hmm. If you take out half the stuff, is it a success? Right. Not so much. Right. So, you know, you're already in pain. Mm. The only way to get that pain out is to divulge it and to take it out and put it on the table and choose to kind of look at it and leave it there. But if you keep it inside, even some of it inside, it's just going to fester. Right. You know, it's literally a process of taking it out, getting it out of your body right that's a good way of presenting that yeah i mean it's kind of it's a way to make it scientific she could georgia could probably wrap her head around that yeah she probably and she's the one who's like no it's mine it's my little nugget of pain i will keep with me she yeah she i don't know what it's privacy is that it yeah it's privacy and i think it's also there was um in that untangled book which i love so much i gotta read it again i was thinking that the other day yeah. i was like i have to read it again me too I, yeah, I, yeah. Let's i was read it screaming again. at my it's children just, and i was like well, i understand what's happening there's for a better me book than that them, and well with the screaming at the children yeah. dial down the drama but it's really based in daughters so it's not you know i mean i think it could definitely still apply to max but it, it, i definitely got stuff out of there for him too yeah. even though it's all about girls yeah, yeah. so dial down the drama is another one that is kind of fantastic about you know 
I don't want to boil it down to like taking care of yourself so that you take care of your kids because that's so rudimentary and that's not really everything it's about, but it's really about how to just not engage. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, but to engage, but in a way that doesn't feel like you're coming at them head on. Right. Which is, it, it's a great, it's a great book. It's a good read and she's very funny and self-effacing and, you know, she's like, try this little trick because it works for me like half the time, but shit, let's try it. You know, like, yeah, she's, yeah, she's right? very, you know, it's very cute. Um, but I, it reminds me of Untangled where, you know, they talk about the parents being on the outside of the pool mm-hmm. and the kids being the adolescents that are learning to swim and then they come and they kick off from the from the edge of the pool and we're what they kick off against, you know, to get back into the middle. It's that struggle of this is mine and I'm, I should know, you know, I got it. Right. I got it. And you're like, yeah, but you don't. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they're like, but I do, you know. But I so think it's they, that struggle. They it, a lot of times know they don't. Right. Yeah, they just want to have it. Right. So it's developmentally appropriate that she's doing it. Right. But it's frustrating. You know, it's so frustrating because, you you know, you can help, Mm -hmm. you know, and and sometimes it's it's better to just say, like, I know you think you got this one, but maybe this one you need to help need a little help with Mm -hmm. so that you can better get the next one by yourself. Right. You know, that's a good way to put it, too. So that way it kind of gives them permission to hand this one over, but not the next one. Right. You know? Yeah. I need to read that book again. (laughs) I've read that book before, I think, before either of my girls were fully in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like, Georgia just got in it. Georgia was, she's always been a late bloomer. Yeah. in, In that kind of developmental way where she you know she played with dolls longer than any other of her friends she she's not boy crazy that much really where her friends have been boy crazy for like two years she's just starting she seems to be um appropriately late right you know not inappropriate but I, i mean i like that but isla seems to be almost at the same place she is with the emotional with the stuff that i remember in that book i was like oh isla's already there yeah georgia's just got here like end of eighth grade right so and i read the book so long ago that i i think i need to read it again yeah so that because i'm in the thick of it she's writing another one too she is yeah i enjoyed her book yeah, um, I, did too. I, I listened to it on audiobook and this yeah. time i think i need to read it yeah i do better with reading there's another one uh that just came out that i like called the self-driven child oh yeah yeah which is a faster read faster than untangled yeah Untangled was pretty fast. What was yeah. the other one? Dial, so, down oh, the dialed down the drama. Okay. Are you writing these down, Halston? Yeah. Thank oh, you. Thank <laughs> God. Okay, I'll put them on my website. I'll put a link. Okay. Um, yeah, and I, I get nothing for that. Just so you know, like, they're I don't really think I, do I have read the books and they were helpful to me and to, to the clients right. that I serve. So just FYI. So do you feel, are you okay I if I ask stuff uh, you what your challenges is with your kids? We oh, don't yeah. talk about your kids I, that much. I would say... With my older one, it's definitely the privacy thing, um, w- and also the friend, the friend drama. Oh, I think she it's, has friend drama. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, she's got one kind of real exciting one. Who it, it was very interesting. We Wade and I, we, we we were looking at this and we were like, this is going to be taken care of with a one-two punch because <laughs> she had a boyfriend who or, had a boyfriend. Wait, your daughter, the or? older one. Okay. Your daughter had a boyfriend? Well, she had a love interest. Uh-huh. He was hot hot and heavy for her. She, we told her she wasn't allowed to have a boyfriend. Wait, she's she, in eighth grade? Yeah. Okay. We told her she's not allowed to have a boyfriend, so she's got a friend who likes her. Okay. As far as we're concerned. That's a boy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
Um, but but they but he really liked her a lot, and I think she liked him too. Yeah. And then she had this friend who was just all over the place, emotionally dysregulated. She just really poor parenting, like poor poor parenting mm-hmm. to the fact where like and anything the parents said was going to happen on a on a play date or get together didn't happen. You know, they were supposed to be there. They weren't there. Mm-hmm. They were going to take them home from something. They Ubered them home uh, without telling me. Like, the, so, so as soon as that happened, it was like, you're never going over there again. If she wants to come over to our house, she's more than welcome to. But so she's a loose cannon, this kid. Right. And, uh, of course, the only game in town as far as my daughter was concerned. Like, this is her BFF and da 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 mm. So I sat back and I watched... I'm like, this is going to go south so fast because this girl needs a lot of attention Mm -hmm. and she's living off the Mm -hmm. fact that my daughter had this boy who liked her and I was like, here's what's going to (laughs) happen. We never sitting there going, this is how this is going to play out. She's going to want so much attention. She's going to want the attention of the boy that likes my daughter and she's going to get in there and get her paws in there and that's going to break up and then my kid will lose both at the same time. Oh, sure enough. Yeah. <laughs> the girl's still talking to the boy and my kid's not talking to either one. And we're like, OK, great. So now she's moved on to other people and she's not talking about how hurt she is. And meanwhile, Aww. she's gotten an invitation to go to his bar mitzvah. And she's like, do I say no? Do I say yes? I'm like, sit on it. You don't have to respond yet. Sit on it and see how you feel. You don't have to make making a decision is dramatic. You don't have to make a decision right now. Right. Just sit on it. And, you know, I'm trying to teach her. It's like a great teaching experience. But, you know, she, of course she wants to be liked. She's a 13 year old girl. She yeah. wants everybody to like yeah. her. She doesn't want to be the object of anybody's, you know, service or upset. But she's just at what cost, you know. So I'm trying to teach her things like. All of her girls who want to get into the drama who don't have a boyfriend yet are like, let's make a hate group on Snapchat about him and name it, you know, after him. And some of them have done it without her permission. And I'm like, so I'm confused. Do you want to think about him all day? And she was like, no. And I was like, then why are you letting him rent space in your head by celebrating the fact that you're not together with these like hate group chats that you have with your friends? Like, do you is it because you want your friends to continue to have the discussion because it's exciting for them and she was like i don't know i'm like well okay think let's think about it you know like why are you engaging in this right what are you getting well yeah what are you getting and she's getting the conversation is continuing with these girls who she hasn't been talking to in a while it's hard it's hard you know like it's hard for them to navigate and it is you know meanwhile i'm just happy she had like a nice relationship was her first boyfriend he wasn't a bad kid you know it didn't end terribly mission accomplished (laughs) like you know it was like it wasn't some player who set her up for some you know he just was a sucker that got grifted by this other chick he totally did yeah that's the problem you know and yeah have fun with that and good you know (laughs) yeah a girl showed showed your daughter who she really is right Oh, yeah. It was very interesting. This kid is very interesting. She's done it a few times before, but Sydney needs an instruction booklet before she believes it. Oh, yeah. It's it's, you know, whereas, you know, Charlotte's like the savvy kind of like, oh, I got that. I yeah, got yeah. You. you don't need to show me again. So I didn't get yeah. to ask this, but I'm going to ask you this. Maybe we can go back and revisit long term into adult. Mm hmm. What does that look like? Does it look like nothing that we've we've learned through that and now we're cool? Or what does that look like? as they mature out of this psychotic uh (laughs) gone fishing phase of life do you know what i mean it's interesting 
What does that look like later? The the privacy problem mm-hmm. or the see that's I think that's why we as parents try and get in there and find out like what's going on, what's going on because we're afraid of what it's going to look like later. I'm just I'm I don't know about afraid. I'm curious. Uh, I'm I'm a I am a troubleshooter. Yeah, I am a like okay, but when she's an adult, what does that mean for her behavior? Right. What's she going to be doing? Right, like right. I, I see my lack of responsibility. You know, if she yeah. weren't in such a, a social circle, she'd be in jail. Except, you know <laughs> what I mean? Except oddly, mm-hmm. no. Because like Kathy yeah. was saying before, like it, it's almost like you have to do it for a certain amount of time and then all of a sudden life becomes the bigger teacher, mm. right? It's yes. like you have to help him make sure he's mapped out his stuff and tell him, you know, you've got a a date on Friday, we're doing this. And so you have to tailor that. And what ends up happening from what I have seen is, you know, next time he has a test, he goes, wait, mom, do we have anything on Friday? Right. He actually said something fascinating the other day. He was like, so when I go to college, how am I going to figure out, like, how do I manage friends and family and video games. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, first of all, family's, family's not coming with you. <laughs> but like, Priorities. Well, yeah. we are still 14. <laughs> We're still fishing most of the time. I think so, wow, actually. But he was exciting. literally like, I don't know, like, he was really like, how do I Friends, make all Fortnite. of it? Yes. <laughs> but no, no, nowhere in there was education. Not so much. Right. No. Well, no, but that obviously came with college. That was yeah, the biggest. Yes, that, that was the bubble. Given. That was, that was yeah. the given. Like, yeah. how do I have enough time to put energy into all of these things? What did you say to him? I said, you know, I was like, listen, that's a really good question. That yeah. is something that you are going to have to learn over right. the next few years. And it's going to be a struggle. You're not going to get it right the first time. Right. You're going to mess up. Right. And it'll be okay, and we'll fix it, and it'll be Because once you're in college, we don't care so much about what happens. Once you're out right. of my house, forget it. <laughs> or no, once you've gotten um, in, right? You know, like once you've gone once through you have the process, acceptance letter. Like, yeah, hell yeah, go go do whatever you're going to do. Let the college council worry about it. All right. You're on your no, own. But, but I, yeah, and I would lead her but, on. I would go back and say something to him and just say like, you know, Max, I'm so impressed that you were thinking about that. Yeah. Because that shows such See, amazing. it's a double-edged sword yeah. because... He's terrified about that life. Like right. anxiety, dri- like I think I said this before, um, when he graduated eighth grade, they mm-hmm. had this whole like pinning ceremony or whatever. He walked out of that ceremony and was like in tears. Oh my God, everything counts now. Mm. And I'm like, okay, you can't go through high school being completely stressed that every grade is gonna be bad or whatever. Right. Like that's not realistic. Like you have to live your life. So he's terrified about that. And it's clearly on his brain way more than any of us really realized. Right. He was upset that he didn't get into a school because they had a 100% college acceptance rate like a few years ago. Right. I was like, dude, you're in sixth grade. Relax. <laughs> like, why are you even thinking about college? You're 12, for God's sake. You know what I would say to so him? So I, I don't want to like engage. I don't want him to be anxious about it. But it's an obviously an ongoing discussion but, but then you're you have such a good self assured i mean assured kind of voice you could tell him like hey you know what the fact that you're even thinking about this is so genius because it tells me it's not going to be as big of a struggle as you think god i hope that's true <laughs> but it is he's already thinking about it yes and, he is. and it's going to be like um, I don't know if you've ever seen that game. I forget which one it is, but it's like the board with all the marbles and the marbles are on top and you have to kind of shake it and move it and like all the marbles go down into the hole. 
You know, it's I like don't know what that's it's called. But have I you ever seen those little the little ones they give you, like the dentist office with the yeah, little yeah. teeny yeah. balls, and you got to oh, get yeah, them into yeah. the that same the principle, slots, right? Yeah. So it, it's as each ball kind of falls into place, mm-hmm. the roadmap gets so much clearer for them. Right now, it's like somebody right. shook it and gave it to them, like here, have fun, right? <laughs> Good luck. It's like giving an OCD person a bag of colored M and M's and going, separate, separate, and they're like, oh, I can't, it's too much. Yeah, so. It's it's really all about going like, oh, my God, Max, look at you. You're like, yeah, it's going to be a little bit of a struggle, but you're already I'm not worried about you. Right. Because you're already thinking about this. That means you actually care. I'd be more worried about the kid that didn't care at all. Yeah. So so take a breath because you're already showing me that you're going to be great because you you actually care about what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, that's the dichotomy, though. Yeah, I know. Like, he does think about that. But he then when it comes to the test, much. he's like, fuck that shit. Right, I'm right. not studying until <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> You're like, really? Because but that test in will the mean moment, you get into college or not. Get because in the moment, yeah. it's not that the connection, the bridges are broken. He's gone fishing. He yeah, it's gone, totally I'm telling you, it's gone fishing. Well, I reeled his fishing. Can yeah. you he's me what happens to Fortnite in college? Right. Oh, my God. He's not fishing. He's Fortniting. He's Fortniting. He's gone Fortniting. Is there fishing in Fortniting? Who the hell knows? There might be. Who knows? Oh, there's a lot of parachuting. Is it, what's your challenge with your sixth grader? <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, well, <laughs> she's going to be in the FBI, I think, when she's like in 11th grade. Why? She's just so beyond me. It's very difficult to keep up with her. What do you mean? Um, well, <laughs> well, let's just put it this way. I remember when I took them both to the doctor and I think... My older one was eight, so she was six. And I had my older one in my lap, and I was stroking her hair, and she was, like, looking at me like, uh, I think they both had the flu. And I took my phone out, and I unlocked it, and I had a lock on it, I always have, because of client confidentiality. And right. I unlocked it and gave it to her to play a game. And she goes, oh, mommy, is your code, you know, 4422? And I was like, yeah, I said, did you see it right now when I unlocked it? And she goes, no, Charlotte told me two months ago. Oh, my gosh. She was six. Oh, my gosh. She she had the code. She told her sister. She never told me. She Then I said to Charlotte, when she came back in from getting her test, I said, so you had the code on my phone for two months and you didn't say anything? And she said, uh-huh. And I said, you know, mommy's going to get that new phone with the fingerprint. So you can't do that anymore. And she goes, I'll just do it when you're sleeping. She didn't miss <gasps> a beat. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not a beat. Okay. She is She is just, talk about a workaround child. Mm-hmm. She, and, and God willing, she uses her powers for good and not evil. But I, I <laughs> She will. She's really so sweet. Many, there are so many things she does where I'm watching a movie with her. I watched like Sherlock Holmes with her. And... Um, there was some dialogue between the two characters and it's a pretty like they speak in accents you know it's the Robert Downey Jr. version like like it's very fast moving and they're very it's very highbrow humor and one of them said something and I paused and I was like did you understand that and she's like yeah he's totally making fun of the police inspector because you know the the police inspector said something like you know in a former life you would have been a good criminal and he goes in a former life you but you would have been a great police inspector and he already is one. And so she like, she totally got it. And I was like, oh, okay, so we're following everything. Yeah, no, I, I mean, she's, she's, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Like, I hope they never watch this, but she's definitely has a different 
capacity uh-huh. for catching things in life than her sister does. Her sister's, and I think it's going to serve each of them in a different way. Of course, Because I yeah. think Sydney is very, like, innocent and in her bubble, and it's great that things can zoom by her head that would have otherwise been a barb. Yeah. yeah. You know, whereas Charlotte's very, like... You know, she is hyper aware of things and she can see what's going on over here and over there. And she's but she's got a much thicker skin. So she's like, whatever. Be who you are. It's not going to affect me. Right. You know, so it's it's just interesting. So I I think the challenge with her is going to be, you know, if she chooses to use her powers for evil and not good, I'm screwed. Right. Right. (laughs) Like if she wants to sneak out, if she wants, you know, like it's going to be those kind of things, you know, like kind of setting up the traps to catch like you know a criminal yeah yeah i have that my younger child is like that yeah too. i mean uh, it's crazy uh, yeah. how how they can show you how crafty they are it is you know isla is uh, has such a hard time in school grasping uh abstract concepts like mm-hmm. science mm-hmm. or history you know something that you can't History is like a storytelling slash people you don't understand or know. Like, who are the Huns? I don't right, get it. Right. So hard for her. But I'm reading Pride and Prejudice aloud to them. Really? I love that. And Isla is the one that's laughing at all the appropriate places oh, and making the whole noise. You know, oh, I can't believe she said that. Right. And George is just kind of sitting there. But Isla's the one commenting. And I didn't, I, th- I thought it would go way over her head. And she's picking up on and it. And so I was like, well, let's watch Sense and Sensibility. You know, right. like Emma, Emma Thompson's yeah, version. Yeah, I love her, yeah. She loved it. And I thought, I thought Isla would just not get you any. You thought she wouldn't even want to watch Piece of that. Be, that's and funny. I'm was really surprised because I know she's smart, but that's different. You know, like you mm-hmm. said, that's that's not even current English. Right. Right. There's words we don't even have in this language. Mm-hmm. And she's and I'll stop at the end of the chapter and say, so what happened? And I will go, oh, this is what happened. Boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yes, you got all of it. But see, it's okay. perfect because they Good. are emotional creatures right now. Yeah. So they can read emotion. Ah. They get that. Oh, I see. Oh, she, oh, he totally, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Her. Uh-huh. We started reading, and she yeah. was like, oh, I totally ship them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I go, who yep. do you ship? Yeah. Elizabeth Bennett. Yeah. And, and Mr. Darcy. Mr. Darcy, I totally ship them. They hate each other now, but you wait. Yeah. You That's wait. so funny. And I totally ship yeah. Jane. And totally Mr. In- Mr. Bennett, or who, no, not Mr. Bennett, Mr. Bingley. I yeah. I totally That's ship funny. them, too. Uh, so, and George is just like, Yawn. Yeah. Yawn. Not the thing. I'm just going to use this time to knit. I'll hear every fourth word. Right. I'm just going to keep knitting. Yawn. Yawn. That's very funny. Yeah. That workaround. And the criminal worries me too because I don't know if I don't know if I've ever talked to you about this, but when Isla was um, really young, she had a lot of sensory processing stuff. Right. So I I mean, like 45 minutes to get her shoes on. Yep. Um, and I ran into a friend who had a son who was having similar issues. And she took him to um, this institute in Playa del Rey where they put these electrodes on your head and it massages your brain while you like watch a movie. And the theory is, you know, your brain's a muscle. As your brain is growing, it stimulates different growth patterns. And whether it was hooey or not, yeah. it completely alleviated a lot of what we were going through. Yep. We called it brain camp. So we would go three days a week brain camp but they do like this whole big scan of your brain i don't know what it's called i don't know if it's an mri or whatever usually functional mris where they but look probably and they light up different yes. colors yeah and it's your brain activity yeah. and so they were like um your daughter has a hot singlet 
And I went, mm. what the hell is a hot <laughs> singlet? Like, yeah, and should I slap you? I know, right? What does that mean? <laughs> right? And should I slap you? That's so inappropriate. Yeah. Don't talk about her singlet like that. <laughs> but they were like, it, when it's firing hot, uh, I don't even remember what they said, but what I remember yeah. <laughs> is this institute also helped addicts. Right. Right? And they were like... Um, if you have a hot singlet, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be an addict, but every addict has a hot, hot singlet. singlet. And yeah. I went, fuck. It's just with impulsivity. <laughs> I'm raising an addict. <laughs> and she's already addicted to like Coca-Cola. Right. Um, you know, <clears throat> this is going to be bad. That's yeah. been my biggest concern with her is that she, one of my biggest concerns is that the thrill and the fun of something is really what she's all about. Like, if it's not fun or thrilling, she's really not into it. Yeah. And that's kind of a, a, a recipe for disaster in some ways. Because guess what? You still got to pay your taxes. You still got to go to the DMV and get your driver's license. You still got to pull over when the police is chasing you. You know you, you know what I mean? You still have to comply with the things those regular folk have to do. And that's not something her hot singlet is really into. <laughs> well, yeah. But those things, again, life finds a way. And those hot singlets pair up with a little boring singlet. That life. would be me and Bert, because yeah. Bert's got a hot fucking That's singlet. That's right. And look what he found. He found the most rooted singlet in town. Like, yeah, you probably. are like... I have a doublet. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I have a singlet. Well, I hope to God she finds some doublet. Because, God almighty, that girl, sometimes I go, I just don't know how you're going to get from A to B. And it's interesting She'll to me... She'll find 17 ways to get from A to B. She probably yeah. will. She just can't pay her taxes. Right. <laughs> But maybe she's going to marry an accountant. Will be right. illegal. Something, but right? Be fine. Yeah, that's but fine. it's fascinating to me that her very best friend is Lily. Yeah, who is I wouldn't say has a hot singlet, or maybe she, she does. Might be a doublet. She might be a doublet. Yeah, there we so go. She's already found a doublet. Right. Dakota probably has a doublet. Yeah, yeah. Kylie Hayslip, doublet. Right. Yeah. But that's been something that's always worried me ever since he told me that. I went, oh God. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. It's hard. Don't listen to predictors. No, he wasn't yeah. saying that she was <laughs> right. going to be that. That's not what he was saying at all. No, but he just said she had a hot He was just saying right. the impulsivity. Yeah. That's exact. Now that you said that word, I was like, yeah, that is what he yeah. said. He said that she's going to have problems with impulse. Yep. And um, guess her, what? what? Some of the most creative minds of our time had hot singlets. Oh, my husband with impulse. has definitely yeah. has Ooh, I problems have an with idea. impulse. What? Ooh, I, no, I'm just saying like, oh, oh, Albert oh. Einstein. Like, I mean... So many. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Elon Musk. Big time. So I bet his singlets is on fire. Real. Yeah, <laughs> on fuego. Right? Yeah. I mean, well, being, I definitely live with one. Yeah, Bert is definitely a hot singlet. They're usually very creative. They're usually yeah. very, you know, excitable. They're usually very, you know, they get ideas and they're on fire and they usually find a doublet to be able to market themselves or carry the idea through or you know it's. Believe me, it finds a way. It finds a way. Mm -hmm. I just want my kids to be happy. Yep. Well, that's, that's the goal. biggest. So that above all else, with all the college crap yeah. and everything else, I mean, that's my biggest drive yeah, for people too. and to help them understand. Like, in the end, does it matter what no. college your kid goes to? No. If they thrive and they're happy. You know, like really, when you're pushing them into a box, right? Just, I, I want you to l take a step back and think, unhappy suicidal or going to a college you don't approve of? Right. What matters more to you? Exactly. You know, like, when you, I mean, yeah. if you want to think about how fragile they are and how freaked out they are and how, 
you know, life is so short and really, what do you want to have matter? Mm -hmm. You want them to be happy. Yes. And when they're happy, they will thrive. They will completely thrive. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I was minimal intervention from us, you know? Right. Right. That should be the goal for everybody. Yes. Just to be happy. Yeah. And if everybody would just have that goal, I think we'd have a lot more people in the trade industry, really. People who work with their hands, because there are so many people who are actually wired to work with their hands that feel guilty or ashamed to just be a plumber. Right. Or to just be a mechanic when that's something they really enjoy and maybe come from a background or a family structure that goes, oh, no, 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 you're going to college. Yeah. And uh, I do not have college as a goal for either of my children, although Georgia has already started. uh, Georgia told me she is so interesting, that kid. I think she was born, she was like 40 at birth. Yeah. She sat down the other day and she said, I think I want to be a therapist, but I don't want to be a therapist that just sits in the office all day. So I'm not sure what to do about that. And I was like, you're a freshman. (laughs) But how great is that? You're a fucking freshman. Do we really need to figure this out now? That's what my brain's thinking. I was like, and next week you'll want to be a vet. I don't know. But I said, okay, well, you know, there are all different kinds of therapists. You can be an addiction therapist. You could be a marriage counselor. You could be a child psychologist. You could be a psychiatrist who prescribes medication. You could, could be, be a crisis interventionist. I, I said an interventionist. Yeah. I said you could be a school counselor. Um, God and, knows we need good ones. <laughs> totally, right? One or two. But I was yeah. like, you know, my therapist has regular clients. She does marriage and family. She does like regular psychotherapy. And she uh, takes a trip one Uh, one chunk out of the year and she goes somewhere and counsels relief workers and she went that's what I want to do counsel relief workers and I went okay or like you can do like I do give an hour which is like vets who need therapy and you're you sign up and you take them on for free right you know or like the the crisis that happened in Thousand Oaks like I called Thousand Oaks police and was like hey I'm happy to be on call right you know and they'll call you out right in the middle of the night Right. You know, well, I would so imagine we, yeah. there's a lot of need. Yeah. Well, I know Jackie goes to where there's a big natural disaster. Th- right. Thousand Oaks definitely would qualify. But I know in the past she's gone where oh, I, I'm so bad at memory, where the big tsunami hit. Oh, yeah. She, she went there. there. Yes. And she helped. She counseled relief workers for two yeah. weeks. And I said, so the rest of the year, she's just a, a not just, but she's a regular therapist right. who sees a variety of clients. Right. And then that's important to her. So okay. she takes that time every year. She tells all her clients, I'm gone for two weeks. Yep. And she does that. And she went, okay, I would be really interested in that. That's so cute. Um, so we'll see. The, her school has this great program where when you're a senior, if you kind of have an idea of what you want to do, they let you um, homeschool in the library for something specific. Say if you wanted to be, a, I guess, a therapist, you would take some uh, homeschool psychology classes i think they may be even like base college level classes with over uh, the librarian is your quote teacher but in the course of that core of the of in the course of that course Mm. you get to shadow a professional in that profession for two two to four weeks wow and then when that's over you can go yeah i like that or yeah i don't like that and they've had so much success with that 
because kids then have a clearer picture of what they want to do. Right. Um, they can navigate it easier. Yeah. So, well, I thought I wanted to do that, but... But I don't. That they, guy was really boring, so... Well, one, <laughs> they gave two examples. There was one girl who shattered a pediatrician who got to watch like a tonsillectomy, who got oh, yeah. to see patients, loved it, went on to be a pediatrician. She had another a student that wanted to be a vet. They shattered a vet, shattered a surgery, came back and went, do not want to do that. Yeah, can't. Stomach. Can't do that. Yep. So I was like, how amazing is that? Mm-hmm. And I think it's, they do it, I don't think they do it for the whole year. I think it's one semester. And in that semester, they do the shadowing also. So I don't know what else they do in the other semesters. But she's already thinking about that because she wants to be prepared for that three years from now. <laughs> yeah, but how great is it that she's actually got a passion or she's trying to find her passion. Well, I think yeah. going to see the therapist about her anxiety was a really positive experience because the therapist was her her mission was to get her to manage herself. Right. It was not to keep her in therapy. Right. And you know as it should be. Her dad has been known to have some chatter that therapists might be podiatrists and they they need to pay their bills, so they need you to stay in therapy, which <laughs> Since I've been in therapy since I was 23, I don't agree with right. Um, because they've helped me tremendously. And I could stop whenever I wanted. I just don't want to. Right. Um, but Dr. Oh, I don't know if I should say her name. Dr. Um, was very good about that. She was like, she can handle this. We're going to do this over a few visits. See how she does. Come back if you need help. Right. That's it. And I think that made a big impression on her that she, she didn't feel like it was a life sentence or, oh, my God, you're going to die. Yeah. Oh, I, this right. is overwhelming. I, I get so that. pissed when I see in media. I mean, I don't know how many times you've ever seen a therapist portrayed in media accurately. <laughs> but I was watching a million little things and there were so many things they were doing wrong. And I'm like, oh, cringing. But this guy was like you know, you need to be on antidepressants. And he was like, for how long? He's like, for the rest of your life. And I'm like, that's not oh, true. Oh, come on. Why are you telling people this? That's not true. It's just, you know, I always tell my clients, like it's it's scaffolding for a bridge. And once the right. bridge is built, you can try to take the scaffolding Not Like it depends what they're suffering from. But like this was yeah. garden variety depression. I'm like, shut up. You are miseducating millions right now. Right. It just drives me so nuts. But, you know, I think it, it's just... I don't know. It's great that she has the opportunity to see that mm-hmm. and to try it out right now and to right. to kind of get an understanding of what it might be like and, you know, and not be miseducated and and to experience it. It's so different that they get to experience it at such a young age. It's amazing. Yeah, it's a really cool program. It's trying it's, on different hats. You yeah, know? it is. They encourage that. Yeah. It's really cool. I really am very happy with her school. But it's very cool. Um, but yeah, she's going to therapy with me in December. And the whole session will just be her talking to Jackie about what it's like to be a therapist. Nice. Which I think is really cool, too. So she can, you know, get some information, make some decisions. So she's probably going to college. Yeah. The other one. <laughs> well, depending on what she wants to do. Yeah. We'll see about Isla Kreischer. And if she goes to college, that's great. But if she doesn't, I really don't care. I yeah. just want her to be happy. And for her, happy is not going to look like a therapist or I, I don't think that those types of jobs would make her happy. Oh, she could take a gap year and figure something out. Totally. Too. I think that's so healthy. They're so good gap years. Yeah. I know they were so poo-pooed in our day, but they're amazing. I've seen so many kids grow. Have you? Oh my God, yes. 
the parents are so freaked out though they're not gonna ever come back to school and like because they're never gonna need to work right like you know they know they're just deferring for a year they got accepted they're deferring for a year they're taking a gap year it's fantastic it's like the most i've ever seen any kid mature has been on a gap really yeah but they actually go and but, do something. Right. They're not sitting at home for the year. Like, well, yeah, what do the kids typically do? They're, they're, they travel? Yeah, they'll travel. They'll get into like a program that's extended and they'll go to like London or they'll travel. I mean, they'll they'll travel. It costs money. Right. It's not as much money as college tuition for the year. And it's not traveling for the entire year. Right. But they volunteer. They'll go to Honduras and vol- do Habitats for Humanity. I mean, it's insane what they learn and what they appreciate. And then they get to college and they're like... This is so easy. Why are you guys complaining? Like there are people that are homeless or people that have to carry buckets of water on their head from a well 20 miles away with blisters on their feet. Like they've seen the other side of the world and their and its realities. Right. You know, and then they come back prepared to like do what they need to do to get out there to go help again or in some other in a bigger capacity, you know, right, right. where education can't get them. Lack of education can't get them where they need to go. Right. So. It's it's amazing. I've seen people really trifold <laughs> increase their responsibility. That's great. Yeah, I think Ali would do really well with that. Georgia would too. Yeah, it's an it's a neat it's neat. What to do watch you think about uh, Max and Lily? Well, Max is already planning on going to college. Max has been Max planning is- on Mike. <laughs> He's like, Max I'm going to MIT. His, I was like, what are you talking about? Applications. Like, he, is, he bought his first suit. His <laughs> pants are just two inches too short. Right. Very he true. likes his pants short. Yeah. <laughs> He'll fit in great at MIT. Yeah, That's exactly right. how they work. He will be great at MIT. Yeah. So we're going to improve on Fortnite. Who's right. ready? Right. <laughs> I have an algorithm. That's true. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, funny. it's a little bit scary, actually. He's very college driven. Like, I have to go to college. I'm like slow down a minute like let's just hold on yeah. a second and he had a whole plan up until this year um he was going to be an engineer he was going to be a lego designer that was his lifelong i remember goal. hearing about that so it's been his goal forever yeah and this year he is really really loving geometry and he loves to draw and he's like you know I really, really am interested in architecture. Like nice. these, and he's like really been very serious about it. Yeah. Um, I was like, okay. Well, there's an engineering element in architecture. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. That's where Wade but was I'm lost. Like, you know, you're <laughs> he was like, I really like, I really like architecture. I really hate engineering. <laughs> Bye-bye. Right. Frank he Lord loves both, been lost there but too. Yeah. I'm like, you're 14. Yeah. Like, go draw some stuff. Go figure it out. But yeah. you're like, where's you know, the knife at your back? Who's holding it? Yeah, you're right. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. I, you know, I did have the conversation with him a while ago. I was like, you know, if you don't go to college, it's okay. Mom. Oh, God. What are you talking about? Oh, are you no. trying to Never give mind. me drugs? Never mind. What's going on? Forget I said anything. You have to right. Go. And marijuana is not the gateway drug either. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> My yeah. God. What are you peddling, so, woman? I know. Seriously. That's very funny. So what is the biggest, scariest thing you see in kids our age or older happening now? Oh, God. I, I mean, I would say at this age, drugs. It's drugs? Yep. What Already. drugs? Vaping, smoking pot, vaping with pot. Um... You know, it just depends on the kid and how advanced they are. The more precocious they are, the worse it is. Yeah. The more advanced they are socially, the further along, the the further 
the closer they are to circling the drain. To you know? circling the drain. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, getting ready to just kind of hold pattern, please. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> hold for landing. <laughs> they're they're going to be there a while. Yeah. It's, it's hard. And a lot of the parents, I would say, don't have a clue. The parents don't have a clue that the kids are doing drugs? Really? Jeweling, vaping, all, vape pens, vape. Like, they just, they're not tech savvy enough mm. to know what's going on mm-hmm. you know they see a little usb drive in the side of the computer and they think it's like a memory stick and it's for a vape pen and the kids are wearing hoodies at school and they're vaping and they're blowing it out in the hoodie so no one can see the really st- oh yeah 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 that is kind of scary there's vape pens at uh, isla school yes there are mm-hmm. yeah yeah she's she thinks it's gross yeah and I'm like, yeah, baby, yeah. it is. Well, and I was thinking that. Yeah, I've educated a few kids about, you know. So, have you ever seen the data or the research? And I'll bring in like documentation, like actual research showing how much nicotine, you know, is in them, and how kids are just taking it the one after another after another because it tastes like strawberry, it tastes like pina colada, yeah. it tastes like unicorn poop or whatever flavor it is. Literally marketed to kids, right? And look at how much nicotine you're getting. It's like the kid who sit there and just keep popping cookies without looking at the calories like right. oh my god you're gonna be a house in two days like, <laughs> right you know it's the same thing right. with the with the vape pens because it doesn't the one thing that cigarettes does do 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 they stop you from smoking more because you get sick so fast from it right but the vape pens don't have that effect they don't no, they just have that lovely so funny, taste actually, and, we were listening to a jewel commercial on the radio yeah. the other day and Alex goes wait a minute how come this isn't illegal? Right, that you they're advertising. You can't advertise cigarettes. How can you advertise this? It has nicotine. I was like, yeah. God, I love the way you think. Don't yeah, right? ever touch it. Yeah. Um, but I was like, yeah, that's a really good point. How is that yeah. allowed? Forget the fact that it's completely marketed towards children, children. and all the various flavors. But right. Yeah, no, that is crazy. actually one of my one of my big fears for him is that he is massively impulsive. He mm-hmm. might have a hot singlet mm-hmm. and like he can't stop like if he has a soda he's got to have three yeah you know what i mean like if there's something that's good mm-hmm. i was like god you taste alcohol you taste pot yeah like and you like it fuck yeah yeah we so are just, screwed you gotta educate them you know to know what their like what their triggers are and their patterns scares are. me is yeah. that his lack of impulse control when he tries something like that yeah and enjoys it then i'll tell kids be. when i see them you know do you know your family history mm-hmm you know, do you have a grandpa that's a drinker? Do you have a mom that's a drinker? Do you have an aunt that's a drinker? Do you, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that one, uh, Thanksgiving. Oh, crap. I'm like, okay, so in the bloodline, kid, you know what that right. means? We talk about his addictive personality. Yeah. I was like, when you get off video games, you're an asshole. Right. You need 15 minutes to decompress, and mm-hmm. then you can join the rest of the world. Right. But the fact, like, the second you get in the car, you're on your phone, and I have to take it away from you. Yeah. Like that is a bit of an addiction right mm-hmm. like oh, you need to like be away from that screen and the fact that the second you have a calm you go to a screen that's an addictive personality right. like you have to understand that that looks like something different when it's not just a screen right right it's bad enough that it's a screen but you know so recognizing know. it is half we the talk battle. about it a lot right and mm-hmm. we put it out there but and that I don't know when gets, he's 16 and presented with us or 14 and presented with it. You know what I mean? Oh, like, what they'll is be talking choice? about addictive personalities 
And he'll no, be like, I know, oh, but I when have he's put one. in that situation, is he going yeah. to recognize it? They, because he's out fishing. There comes a or moment, but there you know? comes a moment where an, an out fishing, ex- especially when primal brain, the messages they get as a kid are the ones that are the only ones that are present in a yeah. crisis. You know, like, do right. I do this or do I not? Right. You have an addictive personality. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you know, that'll flash. Right. You know? Well, let's hope. Well, is yeah, I, I we hope have so. these conversations too. I was similar. Mm-hmm. We we call it our fifty percent. Yeah. Yes. Fifty uh, percent of my kids impulse control. Yep. Uh, other fifty percent a little too controlled. Yep. Sometimes. Um, <laughs> so we talk to them about um, what drugs and alcohol do to a developing brain. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that if you are choosing to drink or smoke pot, you are choosing to alter the way your brain develops. Yeah. Now, it may not alter it if you do it one time, but if you do it over and over and over again, it will alter your human growth and development. Until Converse, conversely, I will tell you, the one-time stories are very important too because mm-hmm. I knew a child growing up that did pot one time uh-huh. and they were at a concert and they got a joint from somebody that was somebody's friend and it was laced <gasps> and they went bananas. Oh, God. Yeah. So, because it was laced with PCP. Gnarly. I had another friend who did it and had... Uh, Bell's palsy reaction, half her face was paralyzed. Oh, my God. Never returned. Okay, so I can definitely tell those one, two stories the one right, time, to my children. The one-time stories that actually are verifiable that happened, and I give them, these are my friends' names. Right. You know, and we can look up their face, Facebook profile, and you can see a picture of her. You half know, face. Half face. Right, yeah, face right. drooping on half a side. So, you know, I, I am fine letting those life lessons educate other people. The, yeah. Yes. Well, that's been the approach we've taken for them. It's, it's your body, it's your choice, yep. but you are then choosing to alter your growth and development. Yeah. Yep. So if you're going to make that choice, then you have to know that's the consequence. Yeah. And mom and dad drink, I'm 48. Right. My yeah. brain's fully set. 23 or so, your brain's fully set. Yeah. So until you're 23, it's a choice to kind of possibly alter. Right your growth and development so (laughs) isla is so scared of ailments that her uh, that's the one thing that i think may waylay the impulsivity yeah Mm -hmm. is that she goes oh my god (laughs) but i'll tell her about the bell's palsy and then she'll never do it (laughs) i'm not gonna have a drooping face no way yeah um i didn't know that could happen that's really scary it is scary it is scary that's really scary it was crazy what do you think is the biggest mistake parents make nowadays oh my god so my favorite new thing that i heard at a, it, <laughs> we you know we talk about helicopter parents yeah then somebody said well what about lawnmower parents because they're like making a perfect line for their kid to follow yeah. behind they're put they're literally pushing the the newest one i've heard and i'm i'm just running with it is curling parents curling you ever watch curling yeah no. where they're cleaning the ice every right in front of the thing like literally like every microscopic piece of anything that's in front of that stone and then they watch it go and then they come back and they shovel it again and you're like oh my god <laughs> that's what i'm seeing in my practice really These parents that are just smoothing it is like glass in front of the kids path i mean there there's no bumps there's no divots there's no nothing for them to navigate it's all been sterilized 
Okay, you so know. have you read this book, The Coddling <sighs> of the American Mind? No. Okay, you need to read that book. Okay. Um, Does it talk about curling parents? <laughs> no, they call it bulldozer parents, where oh, they yeah. bulldoze a path where there's absolutely no adversity. There's nothing in their path. Right. Yeah, but you need to watch curling and then see it. To the, just think, just watch the Because it's so event. precise. Just watch the event yeah, yeah, and watch sense. how fervently they just clean the ice. Right, like it's, right. It's right. With such passion and like they are very serious about it and they're very angry they're oh my just, goodness like, that's really i but i will definitely that check book that out. i i heard them talk about it on npr and Tell then again it's, it's called the coddling of the american mind the and it's on my website i've already put a link on wife of the wife otp.com okay. kathy and kirsten and i are supposed to be reading it i just started it so and it, it's like a 200 and 30 page books not super crazy long okay but these two um professors one is a, a first amendment law professor and the other one is a psychology professor i think at nyu mm-hmm. i'm not 100 percent sure about that so don't quote me on that but i know that that's what they do as professors um started noticing a big change in the student body and how um kids were so much less resilient so they wanted to research that and this book is their findings in that research and one of the things he was saying is that they bulldoze a path and there's no adversity so the kids are showing up extremely fragile yeah they are and they they can't manage and on he was on bill maher the other night i just happened to be watching real time and he was the special guest at the table one of the authors and he said um in their research, they found a 70% increase in female suicide yeah. mm-hmm. and a, like a 25% in male. iGen, the book iGen. Oh, has that's also the one I'm reading right now. Jean I have Twenge. to finish that before I start oh. the coddling. Yeah, this sounds very similar to How to Raise an Adult, actually. Yeah. Yeah, which but, is which is who I love, the one who was the Stanford yeah. admissions. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh very similar. God, she's but, fantastic. Um, but yeah, also iGen talks about the, the suicide yeah. rate has rocketed. That we're, they're so in their phones and they're so they're talking digitally and they're not hanging out with each other and they don't know how to interact with each other. And so sex is down and drugs is down. Yeah. And, so, and everybody's like, woohoo. And you're like, yeah, no, but suicide's way up because the isolation, we are not isolative creatures. No, we are tribal. So it is not working. You right. Know, something's broke. Yeah, I did yeah. hear that statistic that sex is happening less. And the risk taking seems seems right. to be risk taking, right? And well, that, we're breeding a bunch of anxiety ridden kids. They don't yeah, want to drive. Yeah, no, they, they don't want to Uber. Drive, like yeah. every, everything, you know, because everything has been pruned. Yeah, right. They're freaked out. Yeah, you know? yeah. Just not super healthy. No, no. So that's no. your number one: is that parents are curling. They are. They've become curlers. They are, and the, and the kids are coming in with things that are like, you know, I did this, and I'm like, so what? Right. How'd you fix it? Well, my mom, mm. Mm. how'd you fix it? Right. Well, my mom called the teacher. Mm. How are you going to fix it next time? I right. Because I the, talk to my teacher. I see what you mean. The parents uh-huh. are fixing it for them. Oh, my right. God. Yes. Yeah. And not making them take responsibility. Right. So these kids don't know how to advocate for themselves. Right. You know, now, conversely, when I've talked to the parents about it and they see that, thank God the parents I get to work with are like, oh. That is not the effect I intend on having. Right. Let me back that up. Right. And they'll, you know, go a different way. But it's it's hard when you've bred a kid that's used to having somebody clean it up all the time. Right. Because yeah. they want to be independent. And yet they're like, but wait. <laughs> 
Yeah, that is. A, I have to say that some of that is hard to figure out. Mm-hmm. You know, with for me with Isla, because I my, I some want of her. necessary. Some of it's necessary, yeah. but in that necessity, I feel like I'm doing her a disservice. So here, so here's the other thing I like to think about: if you always carry with you intention, mm-hmm. and you know what your intention is, and you speak to that with the kids and say, "I am helping you with this now. I'm helping you with your scheduling now, Max, but you need to pay attention." Next time when we plan this, I want you to start looking at the calendar and think what's on the calendar. You know, I have to do the same thing with Sid. You know, you know, Isla, I'm helping you clean out your folder now, but tomorrow night I want you to come home and I want you to remember to clean your folder out. Right. And if I remind you, I want you to not have a fit about it. Right, right. And like, you know, so that you might be helping her, but you're also at the same time educating her that this is a necessary thing for you to be able to do that I'm not always going to be able to help you with. Right. So I'm going to pass the baton at some point. Right, right. As opposed to just doing it and getting it done with and not yeah. discussing it. The, the meta communication needs to happen. You right, need to right. have the, the talk about like, you know, by the way, I've noticed that you really are trying to keep all your stuff in your folder. I appreciate it. Right. You know, or by the way, I love that you've made this plan for three days. I'm so sorry I screwed it up by telling you about Friday. <laughs> but, you know, like just giving it, giving it to him, like giving him the little like, you know, good job on that. I'm sorry I had to tweak it, but keep going. You know, yeah. it's that talking about mm-hmm. how they're becoming more responsible so that they enjoy getting the responsibility, you know? Yeah, I know. Because exactly it's scary. Like they keep, it feels to me like, and this is the message I'm getting from the kids I treat. It feels like they keep getting asked more and more of them mm-hmm. at school. I mean, I don't know if you've yeah. looked at what they're getting asked to do in insane. school, but it is insane. Like it if is. I had to go back to school, I'd be screwed yeah. right now. <laughs> like my brain could not tolerate what they're asked to do in school I right now. I agree with you. So I feel like they get asked to do more and more and then we raise the bar more and more and mm-hmm. they feel that and then they don't get very much credit for what they're actually doing. Right. So, I just had this talk this morning with Kathy Reisinger, who's Tatum's mom, uh, called me this morning about something. And we were talking about um, how her, her daughter is forgetting to turn stuff in. And her daughter is like gifted, massive straight A student, hit high school, and she either has like A's or F's. And right. the F's are because she didn't turn it in. Right. And I said to her, you know, when we were kids, you turned it in at school the next day. Right. Now, one teacher wants it uploaded to Google Docs. The next teacher yeah. wants it uploaded to Schoology. The next teacher wants it turned in in person. The next teacher, I'm like, how do you keep up with that? As I can't keep up with it. Right. But each type teacher has such a different set of expectations that is really, I, I would imagine that would be very anxiety producing yeah. and really hard to manage. And I think it is completely wrong they should all use the same portal everything goes into schoology or everything goes into google docs but they don't each teacher i have one teacher who thinks schoology which is our lausd's portal he thinks it's stupid right so refuses to use it so no he'll post grades there but if we want to know anything about an assignment we have to go to his website and navigate his personal website which makes 80 percent make sense 20 percent you're going i don't know where the hell this thing is right and i'm 48 yeah and then i go well i'm trying to inspire my daughter to be independent but i can barely be independent in this context so how am i expecting my dyslexic i don't really enjoy school and i don't really care if i have an f to really plug in and be in this super diverse uh, unpredictable i think because 
she can't remember which teacher puts assignments on Schoology right. consistently. Right. So then she's we we have then we have to check every class every day all the time. It's like it's like a fact finding mission daily. Right. So it puts it it's puts terrible. it's terrible. We should ever make Thank a list. God, we don't have this that teacher Schoology. This teacher, but it's not consistent either. Oh, the math teacher like just suddenly started. He put two assignments on Schoology and has never done it again. So then I'm like, well, we should oh, yeah. thank God I we checked that. Schoology because he didn't even let us know he put those assignments on Schoology. So now we're checking it anyway. So and then Georgia has similar issues at her school, even though they use the same portal. Each teacher has a different expectation. Some of them want them turned in digitally. Some of them want them printed out and turned in. Some of them want them in a box. Some of them. And you're right. like, oh, my so. God, it's so hard to manage. And that's just not none of that's about learning. None of that's about learning. There's no history in no, that. It's about There's executive no science. It's, it's all executive function. function. Yeah. Instead of just Which saying none of them have right now. Right. That's, this a, is like the worst age to gone try fishing. all of that stuff. Yeah. I know. I have to go. Oh, so you have to go. Oh, I'm do. sorry. It was on, long. On the executive functioning note, which none of them have, one school that I know of has a class on executive functioning. That's it. Oh yeah. I think all of them should have it. How to organize your life? How to calendar? That's interesting. How to we do. Um, you can opt uh, to do a summer school for like a week. It's like a nine to twelve for one week before going into middle school. Yeah. See, and who's um, and actually, yeah, I no. think it should be part of the curriculum. I, th- I, I think so too. Yeah. Life skills. Yeah. Well, exactly. thank you, ladies. Sorry. No, please don't say sorry. I could talk for four hours. I, I lose track of time. So thank yeah. you for your time. I appreciate it. And uh, for all your advice. Oh, you're thank you. Yeah, thank you. And for sharing. And the bitching. And uh, the, the bitching is always yeah. helpful. Yeah, it's helpful. It is helpful. It is. <laughs> all right, thanks.